Hey, this is Tim from Kalamunda Church of Christ, and today I hope that this podcast blesses you. If you are wanting to know anything more about our beautiful church, why don't you hop online and head to our website at kalamunda.church. So I'm just going to lean in this morning, and if you lean in, I reckon you'll hear a rhema word from God. You say, what's a rhema word? Sounds a bit churchy. That is a now word. That is something that God speaks to you that I might not say the word, but it comes from God to you through the preaching, the anointed preaching of the word of God. And of course, I wasn't planning to preach this morning, so I'm really relying on the rhema word of God this morning. So you will get that. Let's go to our Bibles. If you've got your Bibles, we're going to go to two chapters, Acts chapter 2 and Acts chapter 4. And we're going to do a few things a little bit different, and I'm going to get some help this morning with some volunteers to come shortly and help me preach, which will be great in a way. So it says this, uh, every, in two, we've been looking at the, what the uh, early church was devoted to. And, you know, that's really the health signs, the vital signs of a person. If you, you will check to see that they're healthy and, and we've been looking at how they're devo- we're devoted to the Word of God. Your appetite, your spiritual appetite is a sign of health when you love God's Word, when you hunger for God's Word. Uh, devoted to fellowship last week. We looked at what it means to be devoted to one another, for community. And I want to sort of do part two of that this morning. It says this in Acts 2.46, Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together. I noticed that they broke bread in their homes. Just want to say this morning that you really know when you have a, uh, when friendships, when community gets deeper is when you share around a table together. When you eat with somebody, I mean, in this day and age, it probably didn't mean as much as it has in history gone by, but it, it means that you are intimate, you are connected, you are welcome at my table, you are, you are part of my, my group, you are, you, you are, it's an intimate sign here, and this is the sort of fellowship, the sort of relationship that they had, and I want to tell you, it is not good for man to be alone, amen? We need each other, you need that table experience. God calls people not to a temple, but to a table. Temple speaks of religion, table speaks of relationship. We are going to take communion uh, to, to, together uh, soon, by the way. So if you're thinking to quickly, if you're getting thirsty, no, we, it's not your little snack pack to get you through Brad's sermon. Uh, we are going to take it together at the end. And they, they, they noticed they had glad and sincere hearts. I like that word, sincere hearts. Glad and, and there was something genuine and real about them. It says, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Here at Kalamunda, we really, really are wanting and and gearing everything we do to be an outward-focused community. That really, we, we love Christians, but we will jump over you to get to the unsaved if we need to. That, that, that is our core, our primary mission is for the Lord to add to our number people who are genuinely discovering salvation in Jesus. That's our heartbeat. And, uh, and that's another thing to be devoted to, by the way. Devoted to. Not out of pressure that I have to lead people to the Lord, but out of love that, man, you've got to get this. You've, you've got to catch this disease I've got called loving Jesus, man. It is so good. And I just want it to be so contagious that you get it. That's our heartbeat here at Kalamunda. So it says, as the, as the church grew, I love Acts chapter 4 for a few different reasons, but I just want to uh, read from verse 23 on the next slide. It says, because this community is you know, growing and, and they're meeting in their homes and they're meeting in, in, in their, their groups, they um, are together. And it says this, uh, something happened when Peter and John uh, were persecuted because who knows when we are 
going good for the Lord, there will be opposition. Don't take no doubt about it. The devil is taking note of what's happening in this church. And I'm not going to focus on that and make that a big scary thing. But take note, he's, he's really noticed what's happening at Kalamunda. And I feel that as, your, as a pastor here. I feel that sometimes the, the pressure, the heat goes up. And I'm well aware that it's because God is doing great things. So let's rejoice. Let's go, hallelujah, bring it on, Lord. You know, you are our defender anyway, so we're going to just trust in you. Um, so uh, th this happened to the early church they had persecution after persecution it says after they got out of jail this one time Peter and John I just want you to catch this one line Peter and John went back to their own people I love that went back to their own people they reported all that the chief priests had done and, and then it talks a bit more and then right at the end as they've, they've reported to their own people I love verse 31 after they had prayed the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Persecution to the community, to the fellowship, propelled them to greater power. So when the devil turns the fire up, we just, we, that means God is about to do something wonderful. That there's going to be more power in our life. There's going to be more breakthrough. And I love that they return to their own people. I've got a challenge for you this morning. And I hope you don't mind that, to challenge you. But who are your people? Who are your own people? When you come back from whatever it looks like, when you come back from hard times, difficult times, who is the phone call? Who is the person that you ring? When you come back from hearing bad news, who is the, who is the people you go and cry with? Who is the people that you say, will you pray for me? Because I want to submit to you this morning, a healthy church, uh, as I said last week, not everybody be, will be connected with everybody, but the heart here at Kalamunda is that everybody finds a few somebodies that everybody has somebody connected to them. And so that's why we value uh, connect groups, or if you've been from other churches, cell groups. I think cell groups must have come out of the book of Acts, like they were literally in cells at times. Maybe that's what it was. It sounds like in prison cell groups. But I know, it, I know there's a body. I know there's other work meanings for that. Uh, life groups. And here I said to Sky last night, I said, should we, should, you know, all these cool churches online have got these cool names, like e-groups and this group and that. I said, should we do K groups? Like Kalamunda groups? She said, no, just connect groups. <laughs> and so I want to highlight a few of our connect groups that are, I want to, what I want to do this morning uh, um, is I'm going to get up our, ex firstly, it's on the other page, our existing connect groups, just to give you a bit of info what's going on. Before I do, and this is really spontaneous, Jenny, can I just grab you for 30 seconds? Um, I know Jenny's up for it, but I hadn't actually asked her, but so thank you, Jenny. I, I just, I'm going to, yeah. Um, and, and Jenny's been part of a connect group here for a couple of years now. And, but what I actually wanted to ask you more about was why, what you love about your connect group. Now, I know that could turn into a whole sermon, but what you love about your connect group. It's real. Yeah. We're a group of women that get together and... Um, there's an openness that's developed and a trust that's developed because we've been meeting for a while and so um, we dig into the scriptures but we, we share life so we can talk about the things and come before and pray. Fantastic. So, yeah. 
Fantastic. So thank you, Jenny. And Jenny's been uh, facilitating, yeah, a connect group. We're just gonna, there's going to be a few people getting up, so I'm going to be a bit spontaneous. But that wonderful group that meets with the ladies on Wednesday nights, uh, fortnightly, and, and, and I've just heard great things. Uh, specifically one thing, someone said, I wouldn't be at this church if it wasn't for Jenny's connect group. And when I hear that, that's the heart of Jenny and Denise who really invest in them. That's so wonderful. I love that. Uh, another connect group, I'm going to ask Claire and Rob to come up briefly too. Claire and Rob. Now, Claire is actually our Connect Group, come over, Connect Group Coordinator, so thank you for how you're serving in that area, and how long have you guys been at the church? 12 months. <laughs> I like that. As long as you, Brad. As long as me. It's a bit over 12 months, and um, tell us about, oh, I think it's on the, yeah, there we go. I made that up, by the way. That was very quickly done. <laughs> your Connect Group's called Frye. That isn't really your actual branding, but... We'll take it. We'll take it. Frye. Uh, tell us about Frye Connect Group. Um, so we met on Fridays. Yay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, And um, we're just a group of people all stages of life. Um, we initially started thinking that it would be just be for, like, people who drop their kids off at youth. Mm. Um, so that's how it started. But truthfully, we have families, people. Everyone's welcome. If you're married, if you're single, if you've got kids that are at youth and you've got Friday nights alone or if you've got kids that come here and still little ones coming up. Um, it's, it's a bit of a glorious chaos. Um, yep. We meet at about 6.30 and have dessert together around the table yep. and there's always room for more. Um, and the kids just hang out. It's Great. just a nice... And then we have started taking your sermons. Yep. Um, stole your notes last week, which yes. is great. great. And we just go a little bit deeper to sort of talk about the takeaways from the week before and then pray with one another. That's it. Fantastic. Isn't that great? And so Friday nights, is there still room for more people to come or is it? Absolutely. Um... Hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I application did a... forms will be out the back. Last year we struggled and yes. um, God, it was like it wasn't God's timing last year. Yeah. Um, lots of things happened last year. This year, man, we got kids in the pool. We got it's just chaos, but it's organised chaos, and it's a lovely organised chaos. So good. Um, there is always room for more at some point, and this is like God. If it gets too big, we split, and hopefully those groups continue yeah. to get bigger, and that's our heart behind it. So that's great, love it, um, and that is Claire's heart as, as our coordinator. Is that when we establish new groups, it, um, depending on their purpose and their organic makeup but like your group maybe there'll be room to actually not split as in leave and have the church split but split in a good way and start another group so thank you for what you guys do and thank you friday night so come and talk to everyone that's coming up please come and talk to them yeah thank you if you um want to know more want to know more about that thank you <laughs> dave francis dave francis is uh <laughs> this is a this is a new one so when i talk about existing connect groups this is just been born. We're celebrating the birth. So uh, tell us about, and th that was, sorry, that is, um, I couldn't edit that. That's from last week. So did, you have already started meeting, yes. but it's, um, tell us about what happens in the shed, Dave's shed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's sort of, as I like that word up there, I think I saw mature in age, uh, <laughs> but it's mature in age only. So we can be young in heart and spirit. 
And so this was the second week that we met on Wednesday just previously. I've got a shed out the back, obviously, which is easy, easily accessible. We are going through the Chosen video. So we start officially on Wednesday, just gone, so, which was fantastic. So it's just putting the video on and sort of just sort of, uh, sort of just having a bit of a chat afterwards, asking any questions and sort of obviously just connecting as far as sort of, I suppose, those mature yes. in age with each other in blokes. And blokes, because blokes don't like to talk a lot, but when it's opened up, they do talk a lot. <laughs> and I think I think it's a good point. We have, which won't be highlighted, but we have uh, young adult is a, a connect group, and I'm a part of helping with that, and that that meets regularly. So they've got young adults. We've got midweeks, and there are midweek groups that happen for youth age. And and, and I just love the idea that that guys. Um, sort of my era with kids and, and, and wives and, and families and lives and can come and actually just sort of uh, be on the same page. I love that thought. So. Yeah, spot on. So basically we start at 7 o'clock. So yep. it's not super kid-friendly, but it, but it is. There's a few tradies that want to get up early the next morning, so we want to finish by 9-ish mm. or stay on later for those people that are interested. Right. There's also, as Dave Medling has mentioned a number of times, there's a bigger men's group well, in the city which goes and meets out of the paddock uh, twice a year, we said it wasn't it? it was March and then and August. August so that's yeah. our hope that we connect with those guys on an ongoing basis as yeah. well. So, so there's lots yeah. happening in that space. Yeah, yeah. Can you do a relay as Dave comes up? Can you hand him the, the mic Always and happy. do like a relay? Always happy. So, so please contact you. me after if you want to. Yeah, on that, please. Yeah, talk to Dave. Dave lives not far away from here, so it is quite Calamundales Murdy local. Um, Another group that you kicked off, Dave, last year was the men's bike riding on Sunday afternoons. Is that something uh, something will kick off again? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been a bit slack over summer. It's been a bit hot and dry out there, and I've probably been a bit slack to be honest. Um, but yeah, it was something that um, yeah, I think it's uh, a good place for guys that have got interest in that. And what is it? In? So so what do you so, need to um, come along? Yeah, so we just meet at my place on a Sunday afternoon. It's not organised every fortnight or whatever, but mm. it's just. Whenever I send it out, yeah, whenever it works. <laughs> I try to do it once a month, and just so uh, anyone who's any guys or young blokes that have got interest in mountain biking, which there's quite a few in our church community and our local mm -hmm. community, and it's not even just a church thing. It's whoever, if you've got a mate that that rides, it doesn't have to be a Christian. It's just a bunch of guys going together. We normally have um, the young guns at the front, like Jono and <laughs> a few of them. They go and do their thing, and we catch up, and meet at a couple of points, and I sit at the back and make sure no one gets lost, and yep. then. We make our way back, have a good time. Hopefully someone falls off so we can have a laugh at someone. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we come back to my place and just chat. And I deliberately don't let the young blokes go off and do their thing and the older guys, mm. mature guys, Dave, um, <laughs> do their thing. I, we try to keep it together because my heart is for a sense of mentoring where mm. the young guys can make conversation and relationships with the older guys where they're going through some stuff in life that they can't talk about with their mates, that you know, they've got someone... That's sort of at a different level or you know at a different age where they can talk to maybe out of church or have a coffee with mm. so that's what my right. heart's for and you can see that the two different visions like uh, dave francis in the shed going through the chosen quite quite you can that can go really deep or it can be great to bring people to as well but this is something where um brad won't be there with his bible waiting for them to get off the bike and whack you know so it's uh it's good Dave. thank you and um i'll grab that one i'll see where i'm up to uh okay thursdays i'd like to yeah thanks dave um 
Uh, Deb, Deb Wise, I'm just going to ask Deb Wise to come and tell us a little bit about Thursday mornings. This is something that uh, Anita actually kicked off, Anita in our church a, a while back, and so we haven't, uh, that's why I'm loving this morning the opportunity, I'm not happy that Tim's not well and not preaching, but the opportunity to highlight some other things, um, because this is a group that uh, you might not be aware of, but has actually been running. Thank you, Deb. So tell us, Thursday mornings, and you're now facilitating uh, Bible study for who? For women, yep. Um, a lot of women find it hard to get out at night. Um, so and this is Anita's baby. She really believed that there needs to be something for the daytime. Um, and my heart is for studying the word, sitting around the table, yeah. having coffee, cake, and getting into the word because I'm passionate about the word of God. <laughs> yeah. And is there room for more ladies to come on Thursdays? Lots of room. Lots of room. Lots of room, lots of empty chairs, so we'd love to get to know you. Fantastic. So 10 a.m. At the, at the, over in the, other, in the offices, church offices, please come and talk to Deb if you'd like any more information. Um, but I, thank you, Deb, for um, that, and thank you, Anita, for kicking it off, and love your passion for God's Word too. So thanks, Deb. Thank you, Deb. So there's, there's a bit happening, um, isn't there? Which is good. Now I want to actually highlight... Okay, Friday, Thursday, men's shed, Sunday, women's getting cool. Okay, a couple of, uh, a, a, on the horizon we'll call these groups. So I think the first one is this one. So on the horizon, I'm actually going to promote this one for Deidre, but if you don't know who Deidre is, she was welcoming at the door this morning, smiling as you came in, so Deidre was welcoming. Maybe she could wave, not put her on too much on the spot, but she's... At the back there. Thank you, Deidre. So I'm going to promote this for Deidre. But Deidre has on her heart to start a singles connect group. And so the idea of this connect group, singles connect group, is to meet on a Saturday, the third Saturday of each month for food and fellowship at a restaurant or somewhere. Um, so the, the plan is to commence Saturday in two, two weeks' time on the 18th of March, 5.30pm at a local restaurant to be confirmed. And, and group members will pay their own way. But this is, hey, if you're, if you're here, a part of the church, you know, one thing I think I take for granted as a person with a family and with kids that when I go to places, it's quite easy to connect. It's easy because you've got kids that help you connect. You've, you've got a, a, a partner that's with you that you feel connected to. But I think I take it for granted how difficult it can be for single people, not just at church, but anywhere, to actually connect in to the life of the church. And I love Deidre's heart to say, hey, let's, let's be part of a solution for that. Let, let, let's make a, make a space and a place. So if you'd like more information, if you're looking for a night out in a couple of weeks' time and you're single, please see Deidre for more info. Is that cool? Thank you, Deidre. Let's give Deidre a round of applause. Appreciate that. Now, lastly, if you're not single and you're married and want to stay married, I'm going to invite Chad and Katie to come up. So this is another connect group that is launching and is opportunity for, you, um, for, for people to be involved. So I'll give you that mic. Thank you, Chad and Katie. How long have you guys been coming to Kalamunda? A um, little over a year. I think uh, just kind of coincidentally it was your uh, installment Yes. <laughs> uh, for our first, uh, our first time attending. So, yeah. Fantastic. And in that time you've been settling in and I know it's been on your heart. Tell, tell, where does that heartbeat come from for a connect group that is devoted to, excuse me, married couples? Look, I think being able to put marriages as a priority in your life when you are a married couple can be hard. 
and especially when you have family or life pressures or work or that kind of thing, date nights or anything else that really help you guys get more connected together can be fall to the wayside. So just being able to really connect with your spouse and with other married people is a great opportunity to strengthen those marriages because when we have healthy marriages, we have healthy families mm. and it's easier to be Jesus to the people around us. Mm. Yeah, I think um, anyone that's been together for a minute <laughs> knows that it can, it can be a struggle, it can be a fight. And you actually have to fight for your relationship mm. um, and it's all good to you know, have your partner to be the one that is alongside you fighting. But you know, sometimes it's also nice to have those other allies around you mm. to, to keep fighting with. Um, and you know, I think a lot of us will have kind of similar issues that, that crop up in, in relationships. Mm. And, and it's always good to be able to you know, talk through that with maybe other people that are struggling with the same thing, you know, that you're not alone. Mm. Uh, sometimes in a relationship, you're not alone, but you can feel lonely. Um, so it's always good to have other people around you as well. Mm, absolutely. And, and, and Katie and Chad have, have ministry background and experience, and they're, they're create, creating a very safe place um, for, for this. And it's actually logistics right at your home? Yeah, so at our home, we're actually just up the, the hill just, just over there. block that way. Uh, so pretty easy and central and everything else. So. Um, yeah, I think kind of our vision that we'll have couples kind of all stages. Uh, it's good to have people that have been in it for a while that have some wisdom to, mm. to pass on. And, you know, younger couples that are kind of just getting started, uh, maybe mentors and uh, people to kind of walk alongside with as, as well. It's really important. Great. Fantastic. So um, at the moment, it's come and see you guys to register interest. Um, come and register your interest and then finding out more details about the night it would be and things like that. Yep. So I guess the plan is to try and do it every other week um, yep. and probably midweek just so we can help split things up. Um, and at this point, it would be no children, again, just to make a space so that you can actually intentionally put your marriage... Oh, don't worry, we don't want to bring any children, don't worry. We're, we're happy about that. <laughs> no, but, yeah, sorry, cut you off. So, yeah. yeah no, that, that was pretty much it. Oh, and um, I guess it's a bit of must-love dogs. We just have an enthusiastic... Uh, a beautiful yes, dog. Yeah. enthusiastic puppy. So. Great. Well, thank you for your guys' heart to serve in this area. And, um, yeah, really, really great. Thank you. Um, wonderful. And I, I'm just excited too with um, people that have, uh, like we've seen, you know, uh, want to, the, haven't been here a long time, but they want to invest. They want to be a part of uh, building God's kingdom here. And so please, if you're interested, how can you get connected? Maybe one of them uh, really hits the spot for you and you think, gee, that would really work. Go and, and talk to them. Talk to Claire too, if you just want general information about there will be other groups on the horizon that we're not launching yet, but we really wanted to highlight them today to say, hey, community, we're created for community. We need our own people. We need those people in our lives. Uh, isolation is the, the vulnerability. As I said last week, the sheep that is on its own is the one that's vulnerable to the enemy. But the sheep that is in the flock is protected. 
And we want to create, uh, my heart, as I said last week, again, just going on a bit of what I said last week, a healthy flock, yeah? We're devoted to the things of God. If you've got other things on your heart with Connect Groups, come and see them. The other thing that they were devoted to was prayer. I'm not going to go into that. It's going to be a sermon in a couple of weeks. But just, if you like the power of the Sunday experience, uh, our team is now rearranging their time briefing, and we actually pray here at 8.30 now, for, as of two weeks' time after church camp, we pray of 8, 8.30. And you're welcome, whether you're uh, involved in the church service or not, to come and just pray and we'll get into groups and pray for the service. And also, uh, there are people, and you'll notice them, who are those people on the balcony when I get, if I get to church early? There are people that start praying around 7.30, quarter to 8, on the balcony and just pray over the life of the church. And I really appreciate that. Sometimes I can get there, sometimes I can't if I'm preparing, but I know that they're praying for me, they're praying for the team. And so that is not for a special group of people, that is for anybody who wants to be devoted to prayer. So just wanted to throw those in. So who are your people? Let me give you a couple of things. I think that is my last slide, so that's cool. We're closing in to have communion together. Before we do, I want to encourage you, who are your somebodies? And there's three types of somebodies we need in our life. The first type is, who is your Paul? You might have heard this before. Everyone needs a Paul in their life. Paul was the one that would invest into the younger believers like Timothy. Paul was the one that would, would have that voice that speaks into their life. And I wonder, have you got somebody who speaks into your life? And sometimes that changes in the seasons that you're in. Sky and I have wonderful friends. They're here this morning. And I won't point them out to embarrass anybody, anything like that. But when it comes to our marriage and our life, we, we informally just spend time with them. And it is like a pall into our life. We listen to what they've been through. They've been married a lot longer than us. And it's like a Paul that speaks into our life that we have respect for and, and we value and we know that they can speak into our life personally, but also just we glean off of their marriage. It's fantastic. Uh, who is it in your life that you have seasons for? Uh, I, I have, a, sorry, have someone speaking into your life for this season you're in. I'm a big believer that you need a, a coach for every season. You know, seasons change from footy to cricket and you don't get the footy coach to coach you in cricket. And so it is in life, seasons change. You need a coach for a different time. When I finished up at my last church, I, I, I was getting coaching and I invested financially in this coaching from somebody on the other side of the world in America. And, and, and the investment was to coach me through this season of ministry I was in and that finished that season. But it was so important and Sky will tell you the reason I'm sane today after that experience is because of that, well, generally speaking, uh, sane, it was because of that coach in that season. So who is speaking into your life? Or are you sort of the, the final authority on everything? It's great that we humble ourselves, amen, and have somebody. Number two, who is the Timothy in your life, the one that you are investing in, somebody that you are pouring out for? Because in community, the healthy community, you will have both, people that speak into your life, but lives that you're speaking into. I just love it. Every now and then, uh, I'll go to the Dome. Uh, not the best coffee, so I obviously have to go there, but... Not, anyway, and I'll go to the Dome, but I love what I see at the Dome every now and then is our youth leaders met, spending time with the younger youth group, having a coffee and talking, and, and they've got their Bibles there open, and I just love that. That just warmed my heart. I thought, what a culture. I, I grew up more, and not, nothing against how I grew up, but it was, I didn't have that culture. It was more like just the Sunday school experience, but 
This is outside of that. This is them investing into them. And I just think, man, that is beautiful. Imagine that across the church. That uh, not, not at the Dome. Let's go to Mason and Bird. Better coffee, amen. But um, wherever it is that we're investing into. And Paul would invest into Timothy. And he would encourage him and speak into his life. And who is that for you? And by the way, if you're young, you can still do that. You can still be investing into the next generation uh, connecting. And lastly, number three is uh, who is your Silas or your Barnabas? Uh, Paul had uh, somebody he was with. Who is somebody that maybe it's not so much that you're speaking into and investing into. It's not so much that they're investing into you, but you're like a peer relationship where you can share things. I know for me, I've got a friend, he's an elder at a church down the road and we've known each other for many years. And I remember when I went through my burn, significant burnout 12 years ago, he was the first phone call I made and he lived 70 to 100 kilometres away. He dropped everything and for 24 hours was by my side, basically. And then I remember he said the words, Brad, you can ring me anytime, day or night, 24-7. And I knew he meant it. Even today, I still have that relationship with him where I can tell him anything. And you need someone like that that you can just trust, He's a, who, who has faith for you, who is there for you. And again, sometimes seasons change and they become different people in your life. Uh, but, you know, as they say, if you want to fly with the eagles, don't hang around with turkeys. <laughs> who you hang with is who you... Sometimes you've, you've just got to get the right people in your life that God's bringing. And I'm believing, and my prayer as a pastor here is that Kalamunda Jehovah Jireh, that was my word this morning as I was preparing, God is the provider. And he will provide everything we need in the life of this community for what God wants to do. So we're going to take our communion in a moment. If someone wants to get me one, I'd really appreciate that. If I, have I got one down on the chair there under Sky or throw me one? Thank you, Rod. And if you um, haven't got one, um, could someone maybe grab the buck bucket at the back? Uh, thank you. Deidre's going to grab it. If you haven't got one, get ready to raise your hand. Um, yep, if you just rate, thank you. One down here. Deidre's just going by. You know, Paul and Silas in Acts chapter 16, one of my favourite stories, uh, when I think of community, the word communion is in community, communion. And our community comes around this communion that we have. And if you're with us this morning and you're not a follower of Jesus and you don't take communion, that's okay. You're most welcome to, to, to uh, be a part of what we're doing and listen. Um, but if you follow Jesus, this is something he said, I want you to do. I want you to be devoted to not just the community, but to communion. Because every time that we take this together and we remember what Jesus did, that he gave his body and his blood, we remember what the basis of our fellowship is upon. And the basis of our fellowship is not upon behaviour. The basis of our fellowship, even together, even when we offend each other, our fellowship is not how you treat me. The basis of my fellowship with you, Christian brother, Christian sister, is based on what Jesus did. It's on his blood not on anything we do. So that's why I can have fellowship with you, even though there may be some rough things going on. That's life. We're all, we're all part of life, aren't we here? And we have that. You know, when the prodigal son, side note too, if you're here this morning uh, and you feel far from God, when you take this communion, it's, it's, it's a symbol to remember He's not far from you. 
you just feel far from God. When the prodigal son left his father and he left the, the, everything and he went off to this wild living, he, did you know he still had a relationship with his father based on blood? His blood did not change just because he's in the pig pen. His fellowship certainly had changed with his father. He was not in great connection with his father and his fellowship had changed. But his relationship, I want to tell you, no matter where you are today, your relationship with God is based on blood. And this one blood that forgives all your sin, washes you pure and clean, is the same blood that Jesus spilled at the cross for every person. And so you can, you can relax and trust and lean into God to say, Lord, yeah, I've been struggling, but I thank you that my relationship is safe. It's secure. It's on blood. So let's open up the cracker, and I'm going to praise you. We'll take the cracker together. As we take the cracker, and feel free to take the cracker now, we remember Jesus' body. And Father, we thank you for your body. We thank you that every stripe you took, that by your stripes we are healed. Father, not just healing in our spirit, but healing in our emotions, healing in our bodies. I just pray that over the house of Kalamunda, a place of healing, of wholeness. Healing in our relationships, healing in our marriages, healing in our kids. I just pray, Father, I just thank you that as we take that body, we are healed and whole and set free. And as we open the, the juice... A little pre-packaged juice. Would you open that with me? You know what I love? I love, we've, and I'm not going to go into it because many of you know our story. We've been through stuff where blood changes everything. And I often like to go, look at it. I just I, I hold it up and I just remember the blood of Jesus. I'm under it. I'm under the blood. I'm covered over with the precious blood of Jesus. So feel free to take the juice in your own time. Just as we're in an attitude of prayer, I'm just going to give you those off. Father, we just thank you for the blood of Jesus that it is not a gory thing, it's a beautiful thing. It was poured out for us. Thank you, Father, that your life, Jesus, was not taken, but you gave it. You gave your blood. You were the blood donor for all of our sin and washes us clean. We thank you, Father, for your willing action on our behalf. Father, my prayer this morning for us as a church is, Father, that we would be united, united around the essentials of your blood of who you are and what you've done in our lives. My prayer also is, Father, that we would celebrate diversity in this community when it comes to everything else. And thirdly, Father, I pray that we would celebrate and, and, and model grace and love in all things. So we've taken this time to remember, to bring it into our minds, to say, Jesus, we love you, we thank you. Father, we just want to pray, Father, for church weekend away next week for protection over the travelling down there and back. I want to pray for church here too, for a fantastic experience here that you will be ministering through Rod and the team here. Pray for our community, Lord, as we grow, that we would grow healthily along the way. 
you would guide us, Holy Spirit. We just love you so much. I just want to pray also for any person who is doing it alone, doing this journey alone. That word alone is all one. It's just you. You're just one. I pray, Father, for a connection here at Kalamunda that would bring in community, that the right people would find the right people. Divine setups, I speak in Jesus' name, for relationship and connection, to grow. That there would be Timothys, Pauls and Silas's and Barnabas all around us, that you would set that up, Father. I pray for the connect groups that we've highlighted today, Father. We just pray for the leaders and for other ones, Lord. We just pray, Father, for your hand upon them to grow in healthy community, that we devote ourselves to fellowship. And everyone said, Amen. Hey, I'm going to hand back to the team and um, love to you to hang around for a barista coffee and say hello. Um, remember, if you see someone in the foyer that you don't recognize, that's a sign to say, hello, who are you? And to meet some new people. So God bless you. If you need prayer this morning, we always open our altar for prayer and there'll be people available to come and pray with you. If your life's going great, you can still receive prayer. If your life's going bad, you can still receive prayer. Prayer is just what we're devoted to. Amen. Please stand with us.